Welcome to Singled Out, your ninth best gaming podcast. Please stand by. Welcome to episode 123. In this episode Andrew and Bryce talk about the brand new captain, veteran Captain Dirge. Episode 123 of Singled Out. Uh, with me today, I have Bryce Johnston. Hello. How's and it going? we're here to um, discuss um, uh, a new, um, newly designed um, Gilbor captain. Yeah, this is a fan-made uh, model, I believe, from the from the Gilbor community so, project, guys. Seeing as we're all fans, I guess we all made it. Yeah, that was it. We all we all helped. We Everyone all helped. helped. Yeah. So. Um, it's been a while since the new model's been designed, and it's good to see it's it, kept with these additions of basically being pretty pretty well designed from the outset. Yeah, I mean, definitely, I can see some really good things on this card, like really interesting design space, actually, that um, I, I honestly sort of wish we'd explored more of uh, back when I got a chance to, when I was working on Guild Ball. You're not anymore, are you? No, you know? no, sadly. Should have said something. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I know this is the first time I've ever mentioned it, but yeah, uh, yeah no, I'm not working on Gilball anymore. Right? Um, so, um, veteran Captain Dirge, uh, 40 mil base, uh, 810 movement, attack 7. Oh, um, wait, sorry, one second, there's someone at my door now. <laughs> uh, right. I'm forced to now pad now, I'm going to count talking about the card while he's gone. Um, so, veteran Captain Dirge, he's got 810 movement, um, attack 7, kick 4 7, defense 4 armor 2, influence 5 4. So quite a solid um, stat range there. Eight ten movement with flying still, <laughs> banging in the background there as the price goes to the door, is very good. As well as tax seven makes them pretty strong. Now 
I like how it's got attack seven. <laughs> Did and... you just keep doing the episode? Yeah, I'm still doing it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need anyone else anymore. <laughs> I just can't doing it. <laughs> gone mad with power. Like... Seamless. Um, first of all, I like how it's got um, a Brewer playbook where it's got a five on playbook and attack seven. Seems yeah. pretty strong, that. Well, I mean, naturally, that is obviously very strong because it means he can wrap super easily to the two damage on one and also the uh, the playbook result. The, God, what do you call it? Uh, playbook symbol result. I've completely forgotten the name for that. Look at that. It's been it's been barely any time and I've already forgotten all of the terms. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty strong. And obviously, even if you don't wrap, you've got the pie uh, on the top column. Yeah, I feel like um, we'll get to pie in a minute. That's quite an important result there, really. Um, yeah, yeah, so first of yeah. all, I mean, even though he's got a five on playbook, I mean, to balance it out, he's only got a momentous two on one hit. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I would have personally liked to see a three um, if I were doing it, uh, because that is the one of the only two damage results in his playbook. So like, yeah, yeah. really has to wrap to do any damage. Really, I mean, Pretty it's, much. it's momentous. Otherwise, isn't it? He's like, pretty good at that. I mean, he's definitely a striker with his four-seven kick there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the seven-inch kick because that was something Perkins would never let me do uh, when I was making the game. Was put in kicks that weren't like four-six-eight um, because I really thought it would be interesting to do uh, kicks of like five inches, seven inches, or even nine inches. And we did that to an extent with like football legend and stuff, but. Um, I think just printing a seven on the card is is kind of a really interesting thing. Well, I think we can all agree it, it, that's basically one of the reasons why the game was killed off because Perkins's hate street of odd numbers mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. didn't help it at all. Um, so, yeah, certainly one thing I can say for true is that you would never have, uh, we would never have created this card uh, with with Perkins in charge. So um, he's got a knockdown three hits. So it's a pretty high up there. So really not, not going to achieve it very often. I mean, yeah, on tax seven, he's getting it like half the time against yeah. a, a one, right? Like it's um, it's okay. Double tackle. Always good. Always and good. gets her in close control. Yeah, like um, really useful. I like how he's got a um, non-momentous knockdown on four hits. Um, well, sometimes you don't want to generate momentum. Sometimes like, you want to get... Rather than getting the mom knocked down on three hits, you want to get the non-mom on four. Just to, if you if you if you're winning too well, hard, if, if you win too much, it's not very fun as a game. Well, I think it's I think it's partially um, yeah. So sometimes you just want to give your opponent a chance, um, and also sometimes like what if you're playing against Obulus and you don't want to give Obulus momentum that you can steal with his legendary, right? Um, yeah, and that makes sense really. It's good that um, that um, veteran Captain Dirge has um, anti-Obulus tech there. Yeah, for that mo- for that um, mortician's uh, mirror match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very morticiany to bring specific anti-mortician tech and morticians. Exactly, and um, let's go on to his um, his pie damage. So, first of all, I'm glad that Guild Ball's finally bringing in irrational numbers into Guild Ball, so numbers that basically never really end. I would say that there has been while while irrationality has always been a part of Guild Ball uh, design. Um, Irrational numbers is a part that we hadn't explored yet, and I think it's incredibly interesting and a really interesting design space. Hopefully, they carry on. Hopefully, explore. at some point, they'll have I as well. Um, everyone knows this is the um, square root of minus one um, on a card at some point. Yes, um, I knew that. <laughs> it's a math joke there. Uh, <laughs> um, um, Steve worked out that because of his pie damage, um, 
if someone has um, 25 boxes, it's only eight swings to knock them out rather than, rather than nine. That's really that's a really smart call. Um, so yeah, and it's obviously for those very specific games where you do have models with twenty five boxes exactly. Like, I think it's yeah. I think uh, I love seeing the pie symbol on there. I would have liked to see an omega um, just to to keep with the the Mortician's theme, but I think the pie damage is a is a really strong result. Yeah, uh, and. I don't know how often he's going to be using it because he's obviously a striker, um, and I think the the triple dodge, triple push on the on the fifth column as well. I think that's going to be a much more common result that you're going to see taken. But, yeah, but um, on five hits, so with tax seven charging, he's barely going to get it. So yeah, I mean, hardly ever, quite hardly frankly. Ever, yeah, like so. yeah, so um, having the pie damage is like a is like a you know pull pull out of the bag result. Um, what's the question is here going to be for really you? Cool. Someone's got tough hide. And he hits them with pi, and he does to them two point one four one damage. How do you mark on the point one four on the dots? Uh, you have to take the pen and just very, very carefully take out exactly point one four of a of a um, health dot. So it's almost taken taken down to zero. Are they still alive then? Because they've got like a bit left. Yeah, if they're on zero point five, yeah, they're still alive. Oh. That's yeah, it's pretty strong. It's pretty strong for them then. Or zero, or zero point eight six, I guess. As, so that's as, kind of a, is that, a, is that kind of a nerf for Dirge then, or is it better for Dirge? Well, I guess it's going to do more damage, isn't it? Overall, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's going to do more damage overall. Like it's chipping away. It's better than three damage, damage obviously. It? It but it's not as good as it's not as good as four damage. No, obviously. No, that, be like, okay. But four damage wouldn't really be okay uh, on the. And this is a really interesting thing that we often ran into when we were designing Guild Ball models, where sometimes you'd be like, I wish, like, three is too low here, but four is too high. Yeah. And, and we always, you sure you know, we it, always you? had to, yeah, we always had to just pick one and be like, oh, that's either a bit I'm good or a bit bad. Again, you wouldn't like to have half numbers in the catch card, would he? Yeah, exactly. They wouldn't have let us. Um, really wouldn't have let us do this before. So I, I think it's a really fantastic example of the, uh, the Guild Ball community project jumping on things and aspects of uh, Guild Ball that could have been explored more and weren't. So I think that's really, really interesting. I mean, he's going to have problems staying alive. He's only got nine boxes. Sorry, nine, th- nine and three quarter boxes. Nine and three quarters, yeah. Well, so yeah. That, arguably, um, if he gets hit by pie damage, it's going to hurt him a bit more. Um, but yeah, his, well, his four to yeah. arm is okay, but with his nine and three quarter damage, a hit point size. Four, four to arm is really strong, but obviously he's very weak to uh, things like alchemists that do damage without uh, hitting you on the playbook. Um, and any sort of AOE effects. Um, so he does have to really be careful there. Um, I also like that his uh, his recovery level is not on uh, four and uh, four 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 point four ish. It's uh, it's on six, which is nice. So he does come back. He does get a little bit of extra health when he if he gets taken out and comes back. Um, so that's kind of interesting. So let's go through his character plays then. So um, a bit like um, um, the, the Falcon is there. He's got kind of Fog of War, but an AoE, and people under the AoE gets plus three attack. Yeah, well, when attacking a model in the AoE, so positioning is going to be really important there. Um, yeah. And this is obviously one of those plays that can kind of work for your opponent if you don't plan around it properly. Because if you, if you attack someone in that AoE and say Dirge goes with, uh, with 10 dice on someone in the AoE... Um, then if you don't knock them down, like if your dice go a bit bad or if you don't take the knockdown result, 
they'll get plus three attack back on you if you're also in the OE. So like, so it is strong. it's kind it's of strong, interesting. But it's it's strong, but yeah, it's double edged. Like your opponent's gonna your opponent's gonna have advantage have the ability to take advantage of that, um, which is kind of interesting. Like it's it's something you have to be very careful with, especially because morticians are really really squishy. So you, plus three attack on a on a mortician model. That's pretty scary. So yeah. you've got to be careful with that one. So it's but very it strong cheap. and also very weak, kind of like a double-edged lightsaber. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's it is interesting. Again, it's really really cool design space. Um, really, po- it, it speeds the game up for sure because uh, lots of things are going to be dying if they're in the if they're in that AOE. Um, so it's got you can be more wingman any time. Um, choose a model um, of the same base size as this model. Uh, so 40 mil. Um, mm-hmm. After the model has performed its advance, the chosen model may make an advance of the same distance but in a mirrored direction. Um, mm-hmm. And that has infinite range. Infinite range, yeah. That's nice. Um, and also I like that... So what I imagine is the cleanest way of resolving that on the table with the mirrored direction is you get the you know get a get a mirror. widget put out put out where they're just gonna go and then get a mirror and put it down on the table and then you can see where the exact angle that the other model can move at yeah um, i mean i so can't see no way of doing that really isn't that i definitely recommend uh if you're going to be playing veteran dirge uh, a good widget to bring is the uh a mirror widget um because that will really help you play as cleanly as possible with this model. Getting to fit with morticians, kind of mirror, you know, kind of covered in skulls and stuff, you know, getting captured. yeah, 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 like cover in skulls, uh, maybe trap a demon inside, um, so that uh, the demon can sort of. I mean, obviously, the demon can't really give you advice while you're playing, be but cheating, before right? the game, yeah, yeah, that that would really be cheating. Certainly, I would have when I was a TO, I would have considered uh, summoning help from uh, the Nether Dimension. Probably, it's not explicitly well, disallowed it's not in the rules. I mean, that was taken it's, out, wasn't it? Yeah, it's not in the tournament, but we did take it out after season one um, because uh, everyone was doing it and uh, we couldn't stop it. But uh, it's not technically cheating to summon uh, an entity from the, the nether realms to aid you, but it is frowned upon. Um, and certainly most TOs would, would look pretty pretty poorly on that. Um, but you can ask the mirror questions, like mirror, mirror on the table. What's the uh, what's the health of my enemy's captain? And it'll just tell you. You know, you don't even look at your opponent's cards. Um, and also, if you do need to find a, a stepdaughter of yours that's gone lost in a forest and is uh, living with some dwarves, really handy on that one too. So. Generally, get um, get uh, a mirror widget, um, especially if you're playing with Dodge. It's just a good thing to have, just in case. Also, quite quite uh, good while playing on stream because everyone knows that the, the streaming cameras can't see these demons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like well. so, that is playing useful. at worlds. Yeah. Can't even see you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no one knows. Like yeah. that's that's the thing. Like, um, so yeah, definitely. I think an, an interesting play. Um, potentially really strong like it lets you move dirge up and pull a friendly model back at the same time um and uh if you sell your soul while you're doing that in order to get all sexes on dirge's attack again not strictly very ethical but technically legal um 
according to the tournament pack. For when, so, you, for, when, you, for when you finally want to win Vengeance, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that like, some, Vengeance, sometimes, sometimes you just have to. <laughs> sometimes you just have to make those sacrifices in order to win big tournaments. You know. So his traits, we have um, live by the sword, die by the sword. Once per turn, when the model is reduced to zero hit points, before suffering the taking out condition, this model may declare an attack, ignoring crowding out penalties. In addition, the number of successors will give you that amount of VP drained from your opponent. So it's kind of a bit like, a, bit like a sort of obulus play there, a little bit. Yeah, it's sort of like obulus is legendary. Um, I mean, obviously it's stronger in that it's a trait and not a legendary uh, but it's also weaker because you have to lose Dirge in order for it to trigger. And uh, if he's not, uh, if he has no enemy models in his melee zone, then it's just wasted, right? So like, yeah. if he gets beat up by like farmers or someone that doesn't, that has a lot of two-inch melee zones, and he's not engaged with anyone, it's never going to trigger. So, so it's, um, it's again, situational. Again, very situational. Um, and I, I'm curious about the name because the model doesn't seem to have a sword. Um, that might or certainly that, then, I think, the, maybe. Yeah, the the artwork that I can see here, he certainly doesn't seem to have a sword, and I think that would really have added something to the model. Yeah, uh, well, these are still, or, you know, um, sort of kind of fans rather than paid professionals, so I guess. Yeah, which you can tell, like the real mistakes like this that slip past. Um, giving a model a rule like live by the sword, die by the sword, and not giving the model a sword is, I mean, that's really a basic, basic error, um, and you hate to see it. Uh, quite frankly, but well, they'll they'll figure it out. Like maybe next year they'll they'll get it and uh, they'll they'll change up the artwork and uh, we'll we'll see a veteran captain dodge with uh, hopefully some sort of claymore would be nice. We would love a big sword in the boy, sort of like William Wallace, but a giant evil black exactly. bird. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the giant evil black bird uh, that lingers and hovers around. Everyone like an omen of doom, the way England hovers around the rest of the United Kingdom. Makes me proud of English. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess we look at the, the next trait. Um, so both, both the Raven, Nevermore, um, which I feel like feels like that. So like the way it's written, it feels like it's a quote, but it isn't. It's not a quote from anything. I looked it up. No, I don't ask from anything. No, no. And it's weird that Quoth the Raven Nevermore, it's just kind of meaningless, isn't it? Like, isn't it spelt wrong? Isn't it quote as well, rather than quote? Yeah, it's just quote, quote the Raven. I assume, I mean, maybe it's a raven called Quote saying Nevermore. I, I don't... I mean, they could have put it through a spell check first, couldn't they? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, this is, again, just like we saw in the last one, just basic errors, um, which you do hate to see on new cards, but I've certainly been on the other side of that. And sometimes, like... You know, playtesting happens, right? and yeah, like mistakes, like mistakes creep through. Like, uh, I mean, I've had times where I've had like twenty playtesters look at something, and I've looked at it, and Perkins has looked at it, and um, afterwards, like, it goes out, and um, there's a mistake on the card on day one, and it it sucks, and I really feel for the guys, but um, it's it's fine. They'll, I mean, maybe that's just a name change in an errata at some point, um, just to take out that completely meaningless name so um, once per turn when the model suffers the taken out condition the opponent may choose a friendly model on the pitch um that model now counts as being activated for the remainder of the round um as they now mourn the loss of their captain 
So that's pretty brutal for the Meteshians player. Like, well, that like, is... The thing is, it says May, so I think basically they may choose... It's up to your opponent, right? You know, look, look a bit upset by this, you know, uh, maybe maybe start to sob slowly, look at them and go, you may do it, but do you want to win that way? Do you want to be that mm. guy? Mm. I think that's also yeah, sort of, sort of the sportsmanship yeah. angle there. It's quite a to push in Guild I think. Yeah, and that's that's one where we've talked about the tactical mirror widget. That's where an onion widget is also really handy, so that like if your opponent looks at you and they're like, "Okay, I'm going to do this," you can just you know onion under the eyes, you know, look, and then like look up at them, and you got tears coming, your eyes are all red, and that will make them stop. I mean, certainly, and, and against all but the most heartless opponents, that would work. And so, fortunately, guild ball is quite free of people who win at all costs as well. That's quite. It's not really in guild ball, is it? It's kind of all about no. the game, so it's generally pretty fine for that. No. I mean, the I mean, the Germans are, are very good at spirit of the game, but they also don't understand emotions. So that one might be a bit difficult if you are playing like Timmy or or uh, Mets or someone in a in a finals because they just and I assume that's where you're going to play them because that's where they live. Well, they, um, they generally also they make sure they actually um, inhale onions for several weeks before tournaments, so it doesn't make them sort of yeah, they're themselves. onions. Onions have no power yeah, uh, exactly. over Germans, Everyone knows uh, as as the as the ancient lore states. You know, vamp, vamp, You know, for vampires, you use garlic. Germans, it's onions. You know, everyone it's that. everyone knows that. It's basic, basic stuff. Um, finally, there's no play. Master puppets again. Meaningless quote there. I'm sure that's from. Um, choose a model. Oh, no, it's uh, it's uh, it's not meaningless. It's uh, oh, what do you call them? Um, Megadeth song. Megadeth. 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 Yeah, of yeah. course, Mega, Megadeth. Um, choose any number of models within two pi inches of the model. Now, again, pi involved there. Now, I like, again, using irrational numbers in this because it means that your widget will always be slightly inaccurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, uh, it, it gives widget manufacturers more opportunity to create new widgets for the game. Because which is... they have to make ones infinitely accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course, you can, you can never... Oh, there's someone else at the door. Jesus Christ. So the chosen model may make a dodge, um, a dodge, no, a jog, make a pass, or declare attack without spending influence. The chosen models are friendly models doing the actions. During this action, the coach has to snicker and laugh maniacally or lose the game. So now, I think that's I think that's interesting because that's the kind of thing that um, Games Workshop tried when they brought out Age of Sigmar, and that went down um, really well. It went down really well, you know. Like that's why um, you see uh, everyone because there's that that one about whoever has the biggest beard gets to decide something that happens in the game, yeah, yeah. and that's why you see everyone at Age of Sigmar events um, with those giant fake beards, um, and that's like it's it's kind of interesting. So we'll see if the snicker and laugh like. I don't know if the Snicker meta is going to become a thing where people have to develop a, a more impressive Snicker I think uh, to one up their opponents. But it definitely you might have someone, for example, who laughs a bit quietly or too loudly. I think the the tournament mm. pack should actually have in it sort of sanctioned levels of laughter, like a decibel meter. Otherwise, the, I mean, are, are, are they are they yeah. snickering enough? Yeah, exactly. Because without distracting the opponent, it could be easily. Yeah, exactly. Because you don't want to be you don't want to do bad sportsmanship by snickering too loudly. No. Um, and that's that's really. What if you eat a Snickers bar? Does that count? Does that that's, count as snickering? Well, it's, it's snicker, not Snickers. 
It's Snickers a verb. You ha- I, I'm going to Snickers. Well, if you only if, if you only eat one, then it's just one Snicker. That's how that's how <laughs> a it singular, works. A singular a singular Snickers bar is food was a Snicker. Yeah, yeah, that's that's Matt. Aware of that. Like, come on, it's a Snicker bar and <laughs> two Snickers bar. I guess that's just math. Yeah, it's, it's there's a lot of maths on this card, um, and really, I think that's another part where the maths is coming into play. So, I mean, I guess I would try, I mean, I'd try it out and see how the TO, see what the TO's judgment, if you just ate a Snicker um, while you were, while you were resolving the legendary play, like. Um, so let's go through the keywords at the end. So um, it's good to know as a captain, obviously, the Ravens, we can see. Uh, fighter Jet. Helpful. Uh, has those synergies with the, uh, the fighters, the, the Navy, uh, the, not the Navy, the Air Force Guild. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think it's a dual guild model, but uh, maybe maybe one day in, in some sort of alternative format, uh, you would want the fighter jet uh, keywords. Um, uh, particularly, you would also want it if you ever needed to bomb anyone from a very high height, because um, this mod this model is certainly be much cheaper than an, a normal fighter jet. So it's kind of a budget option if you ever want to bomb someone. Um, on the scale of um, sort of. Um naught to veteran bore where zero is not balanced at all and veteran bore is the height of balance where do you think dirge is uh i think i think it's probably about 3.14 on that scale so i think not quite not quite pi because you didn't, you didn't say it forever the number forever so kind of no i didn't say the number I, I didn't say the number forever um because uh, I, I don't think that would make a very a very interesting podcast. Actually, that's how we should end the podcast. Would just be just me reading, reading out pi until just reading out pi until at some point, yeah, it just fades out at the end. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've forgotten the question. So, so I, yeah, three point one four. I don't think it matters, but um, yeah, um, it's Skaldic. So, is there some synergies there with the with the sort of national teams? Maybe I can't remember. Neither can I. I was hoping you would do. <laughs> no, I, I think the I was national teams. You know them. I, I think Skaldic. Who's Skaldic? Didn't you like, win with Skaldic? Wasn't Skaldic the one you won with? No, I won with Mald. You were Mald. The heroic, heroic Scott, Scottish boys of the Guild Ball universe. I won with Mald, even though Perkins was at one point eleven six up, and I saw him. He thought he'd won, and he stopped paying attention. And I was like, "No, you fool! There's still a win <laughs> on the table here." <laughs> If um, I roll real good, and I did. Uh, other keywords we have: um, unofficial fan art. Um, not unofficial. I mean, I'm not unofficial. sure. Unofficial. Yeah, not unofficial. Unofficial. Um, is, is that more official than unofficial? Was that less official than unofficial? I think it's less official because it's it's not even the official spelling of the so word unofficial. So it's not even fan art. It's below fan art. Or is it above fan it's art? It's below fan art. Yeah, it's nothing. Like it's it's garbage technically. Um, and um, finally, um, April Fool's joke. Wait, are you saying this model's an April? Ah, oh. I've been taking time. I've done this as ah. Let's go. Yep. Go. 
Okay, so uh, the, the the digits of pi to end out the podcast and gently fade into that good night. Three point one four one five nine two six five three five eight nine seven nine three two three eight four six two six four three three eight three two seven nine five zero two eight eight four one nine seven one six nine three nine nine three seven five one zero five eight two zero nine seven four nine four four five nine two three zero four seven eight one six four expand image Click to expand image. That's the <laughs> well, end. Actually, the... actually, the last number of pies in it. Everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.